It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion. So glad you could join us today for a brand new episode of the podcast. We do this podcast every single weekday, 8 minutes of hope, 8 minutes of life, 8 minutes of encouragement from the Word of God. And I'm so glad we get to spend this time together. I'm so glad we get to spend this time building each other up in the most holy faith, both on video, whether you watch on YouTube or Facebook, and on audio. You can find us all over the place on audio, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, uh, a few others that I didn't mention. However you listen or watch, I'm so glad we get to spend this time together. And we're going to continue today talking about the wrath of God from the book of Romans. You know, yesterday, we talked about the downward spiral of sin, and we talked about how society reaches a point where we not only approve of sin, but we celebrate it. We not only do it, but we celebrate it, and then society tries to make others celebrate it. We need to repent of that. And as believers, we need to say, look, I'm not ever going to apologize for righteousness. I'm not going to celebrate your sin I'm going to speak life. Now, we don't force others to convert. We don't say, well, you either do it my way or I'm going to punish you. No, but we tell others God is real, God's wrath is real, but so is his love and mercy. If you will only repent, Jesus will receive you. And uh, we need to keep that in our hearts and in our minds because today we're going to see this truth. God's wrath is against hypocrisy. God's wrath is against hypocrisy. And as the people of God, as the people of God who know his love and mercy, as the people of God who go to church, I I trust you attend God's house, you go to God's house, we're with God's people, we need to realize that one of the things that God hates the most is hypocrisy. One of the things that incurs his wrath is hypocrisy. He hates when people accuse others of sin that they are also committing. Romans 2 and verse 1 puts it this way. Romans 2 and verse 1. Therefore, you are inexcusable, O man, whoever you are who judge. For in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you who judge practice the same things. This describes the hypocrisy of judgment when we ourselves are also guilty of the same sin. Now, this scripture doesn't mean that we should never judge what is right and wrong as believers. We do judge, not based on our own judgment, but based on the scripture, based on the Holy Spirit. There are times that we do say that, well, this is sin, this is wrong. Not because we're perfect, not because we have no faults, but because we see in the word of God, this is wrong, this is false, and then this is truth. Uh, you know, Jesus, Paul later in Corinthians, he said that the spiritual man judges all things. So he doesn't mean that we never judge. Jesus, of course, said, judge not lest you be judged. But then later, Jesus said, judge with righteous judgment. So the thought when Jesus said, judge not, the thought here when Paul says it's inexcusable to judge is that we are judging others for the things we are also guilty of. In other words, I'm you know, I'm cheating on my taxes and I see someone else who cheats on their taxes. I'm not cheating on my taxes, by the way, if the IRS watches, but you know, I'm cheating on my taxes. I see someone else cheating and I go, oh, what a cheater. What a crook. I can't believe he's doing that. When I'm doing the same thing, God hates that. That is 
hypocrisy, and we need to repent and say, Lord, let me live righteous before you. Let me live holy before you that I am not guilty of hypocrisy. You know, the hypocrisy of judgment when we are guilty of the same sin. It could, you know, of course, you know, I just use sort of a a more frivolous example. I trust we're not cheating on our taxes, but it could be, you know, someone is committing sexual sin, someone's committing adultery, and, you know, we're quick to judge them for that but then maybe that same person who's judging them is uh, is is uh, you know committing lust in his heart. Perhaps that person he's he's looking at pornography while judging someone else for committing adultery. That is hypocrisy. This man is also in the throes of sin. How dare he judge another when he is guilty of the same thing? It can't be done. We need to say, Lord, purify my heart. Lord, take this sin out of my own life that I am not caught as a hypocrite. The Pharisees were hypocrites. They were so careful to do things right on the outside while their hearts were full of pride and greed and lust. That's why Jesus was so harsh against the Pharisees. He wasn't harsh because they believed in the law of Moses. Jesus believed in the law of Moses. He was harsh because they were holding up Moses' law plus all their man-made laws while they themselves were full of pride and they themselves were full of envy and jealousy and all of this sin. You know, one example, many years ago, uh, I remember there was a a tele-evangelist who was caught in immorality and dishonesty. And this was back when I was just a little boy. So this was a long time ago. Uh, Another famous tele-evangelist went on his program the next week and he condemned this man who had sinned. He condemned the first evangelist and he condemned him. He said how terrible it was, how foolish the man was, how immoral the man was because the first man had been caught in an affair. So the second evangelist railed against him, said how terrible it was. He preached against him. And then, of course, he raised the offering at the end of his message. That's what this second evangelist did. A few months later, it was revealed that the second evangelist was also having an affair outside of his marriage. The second evangelist was also caught with prostitutes. He had been railing against the first man's sexual sin while he was committing the very same thing. It's a tragedy. And you know, what what happened over the next few years, the first evangelist came to a place of true repentance, of true brokenness, while the second was never willing to submit to restoration. He said, oh yes, yes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But then he kept his TV show, he kept preaching, he never ever submitted to a process. We must be very careful not to accuse others of the same sin we are also committing. God's wrath is against hypocrisy. And, you know, I see this, you know, maybe on the national stage, the political stage, we know many times that we see we see a certain party and they're promoting sin and celebrating sin. And, you know, it's terrible. It's awful, some of the things that get promoted. But then maybe the other side condemns and condemns while this other side is also guilty of lust and they're guilty of greed and they're guilty of all these things. But they rail against the other side while they are guilty of exactly the same thing. That's why, you know, I do have political beliefs. I do have, you know, I vote in elections, but I'm so careful not to intermingle that with the gospel because there's so much, there's so much hypocrisy when it comes to politics. You know where there's not hypocrisy? The gospel of Jesus Christ. And I plead with us in this time, let's say, Lord, purify my own heart. Let me not have anger. Let me not have pride. Let me not have greed. Let me not have lust. Even in this season of an election coming up in a few months here in the U.S., I don't want to be a hypocrite in the way that I judge, in the way that I vote. Lord, I want to be pure. Purify my heart. 
God hates hypocrisy. Let's ask him to purge that from our hearts. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.